explaining it, she was like, you just record it. You just upload it. You record it on whatever you're going to record it on, and then you upload it to the system. It's mm-hmm. like, it's that easy. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Who knew? But yeah. Yeah. It was just like spinning light. Because I saw this sun, and it was like, oh, well, the rays don't actually come down like linear fashion. They like oscillate, and everything in life is like cyclical and spiral and... Really so when you talked about the one in the zero, yeah. I was like, it's our spinal column mm-hmm. in our body. And I was like, we're well, yes, <laughs> like we're the sphere. And then the spinal column is just like, you just spin the spirit cord and then it clears the energy in the body. <laughs> yes. This makes so much sense. And then it yeah. clears out around your field. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Oh. And last night I, um. I was just like calling in and it was like, I clear my room every time I, like before I go to sleep, I'm Mm -hmm. just like, I call in whichever comes in and the mystic rose came in and I didn't know that there's like an actual mathematical like diagram that's like a mystic rose and it was like, Mm -hmm. there's like 10 points around this circle and then this like beautiful star kind of thing. Talk to me about the mystic rose. But it's also (laughs) Mother Mary, the mystic rose. Really? Yeah. What is the mystic rose? I don't know. Oh. That's what, but another name for her, I guess, or Mary was the mystic rose is another name like, to like, like call her. Really? In, I guess. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. Well, it just came know. through and I was like, <laughs> okay, thanks for your help. But then you found the mathematical But then equation. I like looked up and I was like, what is a mystic rose? And it came like Mary... I think it was Mary. And then there's this other, um, yeah, this mathematical, like, diagram of this mystic rose. It looks actually quite beautiful. It's like... She's here. Compassion, devotion, humility, humanity, (laughs) grace. Mm -hmm. The rose was a symbol of the goddess of old, so it's no wonder that when Christianity absorbed large parts of the indigenous Celtic traditions in Europe the mother goddess, Mother Mary, became associated with the rose. Perhaps the reason Mary is so beloved is because she was the only mother goddess who could be worshipped safely, and as such carries with her the devotion and yearning of all those who longed to worship the goddess in a feminine form. Interesting. The rose comes to me in a lot of my readings, but I feel like the rose has so many more... Mm-hmm meanings than what I tap into if that makes sense Mm -hmm. and then I wonder where the rose is on like the equation of flowers (laughs) oh this is beautiful it's the mystic rose is of compassion devotion and grace it encourages us to soften toward humanity and to endeavor to see the world and even those who have hurt us with understanding an open heart and deep humility to see that we all carry hurt and are wounded We have all experienced severing. Mother Mary is inviting you to open your heart to humanity when you most want to close. How can you show more compassion today? And with that, (laughs) my name is Nora. My name is Megan. And my name is Kaylee. And we are the hosts of The Twilight Zone, The Remix. And that could only be so fitting to what Kaylee was just reading about how the world and humans on earth are seeing, feeling, hearing society, 
the collective energetic changes. Chime in anything that comes to mind. Yeah, what's coming to mind is like tapping into their full sensory, multi-dimensional aspect of self. Yeah, the unseen. The unseen, the energetic bodies, the different layers of their bodies outside of the physical self. The different dimensions that we're seeing um, from the third dimension, which is like us as humans. I'm here knocking on Megan's (laughs) knee. Us in the floor. Um, Us as humans living a 3D experience, but understanding that there's more dimensions and layers that are simultaneously occurring in the world around us. The blip. (laughs) So, otherwise known as the matrix. I it's so funny because I really was like, what's the blip? But I understood what he was saying, although that word itself in a regular day would not make sense to anybody. Yeah. But it was like a, a step into the other dimensions and frequencies. But now the common word on Google <laughs> that people are reading about is the blip. Interesting. And... Do you know any other examples of the Mandela effect that are happening? Uh, the only other one that I heard of is like uh, mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Yeah. Um, apparently, that is also different now. What? How? Like, how, how is it? <laughs> I, I can't remember what it actually is, but it's, so it's different. It's different. So it's different. So now. they didn't. Say so it's that. originally different. No, and then it got that's changed. That's how I remember it is mirror, mirror on the yeah, wall. Yeah, who's the fairest of the wall? Yeah. yeah, we know this. This I'm is Snow sure White, right? right yeah, like if we yeah. looked it up right yeah. now, it's... <laughs> that's what we're going to do. We're going to look it up for you because this is the blip, my friend. This yeah. is what we've been talking about is we're not living in... The, we're, we are living in Stranger Things, <laughs> but we're not living in the Stranger Things because we're starting to see things differently from different dimensions. And so I'm interested to see... Every time I keep saying the blip, I keep seeing a gap in this. Like, yeah, <laughs> but that's what it is. And it's like, so we were talking earlier about Berenstein Bears. And if you are an 80s or a 90s baby, or obviously even a 70s baby, I don't know when Berenstein Bears came out, but I'm an 80s baby and these girls are young. So I'm an 80s baby and I read Berenstein Bears all the time. And it was B-E-R-N-S-T-E-I-N. Bernstein Bears. That is how we know it. That is how us 80s babies yeah. know it. Okay. So, the evil queen. Okay, so it's in the Snow White, as we said, and we thought that it said, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the, the fairest, fairest of them all? And what it actually says no. is, the, the evil queen actually says, magic mirror on the wall. Like, no, but no, she doesn't. <laughs> but she doesn't say that. Like, no, nowhere in the movie did she say that. So, what is oh, happening? and wait, there's more. <laughs> She she says magic mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest one of all? No, that's not what she said. Not what she that's said. not what she said. <laughs> and so if we, but so the point is now, if we went back and found a VCR, if you guys remember what VCRs are, <laughs> of is that Sleeping Beauty or Snow White? Snow that's White. Snow White. And put it in is that she would actually say magic mirror on the wall. So it's the actual like it's actually changed in the timeline. Yeah. But that is not. How we knew it, like Berenstein Bears. So the example that I gave the girls was a dear friend of Adrian and I. Adrian's my husband. 
came bebopping into my office, and he's like a six foot four big boxer man, just so imagine it. And he comes, he comes in, hands on head, shaking his head, and he's like, I can't. And I'm like, you can't what? I can't. I can't deal with this. Do you know what? Do you know what the blip is? And so this is where we were talking about it. And I was like, tell me more. And so he talks about the Berenstein Bears and how his partner's mother went and actually got the books out of her basement because she had the old Berenstein Bear books from ages ago because they're my age and older. And the Berenstein part is actually spelt Berenstein, S-T-A-I-N, on the books. And I was just like mind blown. Even he was mind blown, but... For him to be mind-blown, I think it was more just regulation. I kind of got it. I was like, okay. So there's a shift in the matrix and the actual timeline where consciousness, because people now are reading Bernstein Bears, that their mind has actually created the change on print that our physical eyes are seeing in books that were created in the 80s with an E. Yeah. Another example? What in, in, in Star Wars? And he said, Luke, I am not your father. Didn't he? Is that not what he said? Do you yeah. remember that part? It was like written on the shirt. I believe that's yeah. what it is. I'm not a Star Wars person, but I was like, I'm pretty sure. it rang bells. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Luke, I am not your father. And apparently <laughs> when our friend told us, he was like, Nora, there were shirts that said this. Like it was a logo <laughs> growing up. Like it's a yeah. thing. But now you go back and it's no. I am not your father. And we were like, what? He doesn't say. He, yeah, he just says, no, I am not your father. And I was like, no, this doesn't no. make any sense to me. And George, Curious George, yeah. doesn't have a tail now. And I was like, what do you mean he doesn't have a tail now? Like, So on all of the boxes and all of the commercials and all of the TV shows, he doesn't have a tail. And I'm like, why doesn't he have a tail? He's a monkey. Is he he's not? a monkey. <laughs> but apparently, so this is like how they're explaining. So the common word that people are using now is the blip or they're talking about the matrix, mm-hmm. which is something I think we've all been talking about and working with and understanding for, I don't know, when did your journey start? <laughs> oh, I'm trying to, I've been trying to remember that <laughs> because, uh, yeah, pro- well, initially probably three to five years ago roughly but then I just smelled something today that was like took me back when I was like a little girl trying to do witchcraft Mm. so I was like well I don't know when it started (laughs) right did you ever do the um bloody mary bloody mary like in the bathroom like I messed with some crazy energy no. Yeah, someone, a, a child in my neighborhood did that with me, except okay. for I actually saw. Yeah, me too. All, like, <laughs> me I too. Knew they did, and then I was like petrified of being in the in dark a bathroom? because there were spirits. Or in a bathroom by that. yourself. You could not pay me enough yeah. after I was eight years old to be in a bathroom by myself, let alone yeah. we were with the light about off. That, like having mirrors in our room. I don't even like mirrors for that reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I know what's in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and when you call on that darkness and you call on that spirit because the intent was to be scared, yeah. the intent of her energy was not organic and love and of God. It was of evil. That when we did that, yeah, it terrified me. Yeah. And Ouija boards? 
Yeah, I played with one and yeah, I, I never did. Ooh, Ooh. Was so we had a bunch, and it was like yeah. you have to close it, right? And it's like, mm-hmm. can we let you go? And it said no, no. and we all just like were like, yeah. <laughs> upstairs we went. No one stayed at the house that night. My girlfriend's dad had passed away. And we came back to the friend's house, and her room was ripped apart. It was, like, photos with circles around it and, like, messages in the... I'm getting chills. The room was so cold and so, like, disoriented with all these messages. And I was like, okay, clear your... Like, your dad wants to tell you something, and, like, he's here, but, like, could you have done it a different way? I mean, like... That was scary. So ever since then, we never did. And my mom told me a, a story that she played with a Ouija board once, and she was like, "Don't do it," because there was like faces coming through the walls or something. And I was like, "Yeah." My mom made me throw. Well, my stepmom made me throw mine out, but my experience was very different mm. with Ouija boards because I communicate with spirit from a different angle, I think. But I didn't know that as a kid. Like I just liked dead people and I liked cemeteries and I loved commu- I loved communicating with them and I only knew how through a Ouija board. Mm. So I think the intention behind my work was pure. Therefore the evilness wasn't able to come through the tool until I didn't understand what I was doing and was trying to be scary with my friends. And then you call in the scary spirits that, cause you want to have be excited. Right. And then I remember being super scared because the, um, the triangle would move so quickly and then they would tell stories about how they died and that intrigued me, but it scared others. Mm-hmm. But I, my stepmom got really freaked out. I didn't, and she got really freaked out. And she like put it in a black garbage bag and like took it outside. And I was never to touch them again. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's very interesting to me um, that that's how I knew that I communicated with dead people was through a tool, and now I just hear them. Yeah. So or see them. We also did like seances. Oh yes. Did you not do seances? No. In a haunted in in the house. <laughs> That, what did you do when you were a child, Kaylee? We lived in a small town and got bored. Yeah. <laughs> and we knew the house was haunted. And we're like, turn on the turn on the wa- uh, the dryer. The dryer turns yeah. on and we're like, okay, we're good now. We're good now. Did you the use the two fingers? Do you remember the movie Now and Then? No. Yeah, but I don't remember what it's about. They do a seance in a cemetery. Oh, oh do they? Like do they girls, use their fingers? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like they use two fingers, and you're like light as a light as a feather, feather stiff, stiff as a board, as a board. Right. and then you. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe the word's gonna change now, though. <laughs> maybe it's not really that anymore. But light as a feather, stiff as a board. No, it could still be that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then the body can raise, but it's like that movie. Um, Witchcraft. Yeah, witchcraft. Yeah. So I think, <laughs> what was the moral of our story? <laughs> is that the experiences that we are seeing happen in, like, everyday life. So I know Megan had an interesting story about, like, so, like, our friend is now experiencing and seeing the, the dimensions change. And he's assigning it to a way that he understands it. Do you know what I mean? Like, people are assigning things in a way that they can hold it and understand it to be able to live mm-hmm. in <laughs> the mm-hmm. twilight zone yeah. um, until they're able to be aware and awake and aligned 
to tr- to work in the frequency that I think we're living in, which is a bit different. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like pulling in this awareness of these unseen realms and the experiences that we have with them to be able to integrate that into our lives. Yeah, and you know, and to talk like it's great to be able to share with people what they're experiencing so that they can like ask for help and help integrate to the experience like someone that I know was you know um reached out for help for me because they were seeing a being an energetic being follow them in their house and they asked for support and then sure enough we found out that they were being um like stalked on social media so it was like their astral projection into their home and I think to, to just clarify or to reiterate how that can be, it's like, so if my intention, and it's not my intention to do this to anybody, although, okay, for example, I told my husband if I died tomorrow and he decided to remarry very quickly and I was not a fan, if I was not a fan of this being that was taking care of my children, I was like, I will come under the bed and shake it. <laughs> I will scare the living shit out of whatever human you decide if I don't approve. And so then you'll know because then she'll be scared. So that's almost a way of, <laughs> of um, projecting the energy from a different standpoint from when you transition to death because your spirit is still here, trust me. The, the, the levels of consciousness of when our body dies don't change, they expand. So to take that and put that into a physical form, which is what I would do. I'm just going to be real and authentic. The other way that Megan was explaining it was like the person was physically alive and was projecting his energetic space on viewing or like, yeah, it's like a viewing, a viewing, a remote, yeah, it's like remote viewing. And so people are, A, falling into the darker side of what's happening in the world because that's where they're landing right now because they might not be in a position to work in the light yet. And that's where they align. (laughs) That's part of their journey. But setting up protection for us and for like you when you're out, I think is super duper important. Like when you're downtown, can you tell me how you feel? When you go out downtown, walking downtown Calgary, can you tell me how you feel? Yeah, I think (laughs) it can be intense. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that might be a conversation for another day in terms of like energetic boundaries and Mm -hmm. uh, living as an empathetic person who can physically feel what other people are feeling in a immersed way. Like... Yeah, Kaylee has a very complex conversation for that, which I adore because it's, yeah, it's hard for... Yeah, it's, it can, and I'm sure there's a lot of people who have empathetic qualities that don't understand them because I didn't understand them for a long time either. So we can definitely have that conversation another day, but it's understanding your own energy and your own frequency and your, like the flavor, the sensations, the quality of your own energy, I guess, for Mm -hmm. lack of a better way to describe it, can really help you know and discern when other people's energies are entering your field or um, 
yeah, where you're taking things on as your own. When you have such not. a beautiful <laughs> way of saying things because I'm like, we're living with zombies. <laughs> they don't see me and I don't see them when I walk down like, the street. Yeah, it's really, it can be overwhelming, like, because yeah. you can take on a lot. Um, of, and I did for a long time, a lot of darkness, a lot of heaviness, a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that wasn't mine. Um, I think empathetic people are here to process a lot of what other people can't feel in Mm -hmm. a way like I think that's part of our duty so it's not that we can't process for other people I don't think that it's either or yeah Um, but there has to be a healthy balance and discernment in that like yeah so back to your question of just like walking around downtown like I think like (laughs) yeah me uh for a long time I did kind of had to set up protections for myself like energetic boundaries and having really good kind of spiritual hygiene to Mm -hmm. clear myself in the beginning at the end of the day like I went through a period of learning those tools and grounding myself just because you can absorb a lot um in the world right now yeah (laughs) how's your experiences being out and about yeah uh, very similar (laughs) and I yeah have been known to take on a lot and so yeah dysregulation comes very easily when have walking down the street and um yeah so I just continue to work with like clearing and remembering what's mine and then you know offering a lot of like love and compassion Mm -hmm. because that is also what's going to shift and I'm like if I can just offer compassion it's like okay and maybe it might fall off of their them and that's fine but maybe it could also begin to shift Mm -hmm. them as well um I like to think that it will at least like land on them whether or not it like penetrates yet like who knows depending on so can you explain (laughs) what the offering compassion looks like in a tangible way um, yeah, so like, <laughs> I hear you. I've like walked past people, you know, I, I'm getting taken back to a time when I was visiting Nelson and there was a guy having a horrific drug induced experience. And, um, and I was just like, may you be safe, like, may you be safe, may you be safe, and like offering him just a like energetic support. And I also cross the street for my own, like, mm-hmm. safety and well-being. But I'm like, listen, like, you're having a hard time, and I can appreciate that. And I'd like to offer you, like, mm-hmm. support and compassion. So almost like what's almost coming like to mind. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> so it doesn't, like, bleed out into maybe it's, like, contained a little bit more. In just having so holding the vision yeah holding the vision yeah. and I find so I I opt out of downtown I find it really difficult unless I'm coming here because mm-hmm. I know my energetic space mm-hmm. does that make sense like last night I went out to dinner with my son and my parents who are awake everybody's awake but they're not fully aware and there was um, a lot of people overdosed passed out in the alleyways and again, it makes me feel physically ill, but I very much, like, I use my hands. So, like, I probably look, people are probably like, what's wrong with this woman? Because I'm walking with my hands like this. So, it's almost like I can envision 
the lines of compassion and of health and of God frequency, because I'm not, I'm not God, but just like that frequency of prayer and shooting it to them. Mm-hmm. And it, that's the only way I can function when I'm downtown because the alcohol in people's system dysregulates me. Mm-hmm. The drugs dysregulate me. The mental health, just like what you explained, right? Mm-hmm. You take it on. So it is a bigger conversation because I'm sure people out there now are feeling this, feeling it. Mm-hmm. And you might not know why or why you feel so depressed, anxiety, dysregulated, confused, all of the things that we're just able to name it. We're not special. <laughs> we're not a more... Uh, Ascended, we can just name it. And so because you can name it, you can work through it, I think, and mm-hmm. un- under-understand it um, and understand the frequency of what's happening out there. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think they're living in the same dimension, call it what it is, that we're living in. That's why we call this the Twilight Zone, <laughs> because do you, go, do you remember the show? I'm trying to, I, briefly. Oh, I loved it. Do you remember it? I remember it, but... I wasn't a TV person when I was a kid, or or. And I was young, like six yeah. years old, I seven years it, old. I remember the song, but like, and it again, was like the empathy. I just, like, I've never been able to like. You watch couldn't TV. watch those yeah. things, yeah. No, I. Yeah. What about books? Did you ever read like Fear Street books when you were a kid? Goosebumps. Oh. You know, I had this fascination <laughs> with death, and oh. that's I think where we're so different is. Nightmares. Yeah, and it's still now documentaries of, and I know it can sound gory and just like disheartening, but I can watch documentaries of of gruesome things because it's almost I have a very different perception perception of of everything when it comes to that. That could be very taboo to some people, mm-hmm. um, so I don't share it's it a lot. That's for an, that's for another day. <laughs> Yeah, that's for another day. Yeah. Where are we at with? Forgive us, this is our first podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is our first podcast, and we just wanted to really dive in and kind of share how we were experiencing the world outside as it stands in what year are we in? <laughs> no anymore. I keep writing 2020, but we're writing <laughs> 2022. We're in 2022. It is what month? We're in August of 2022. So we're stepping into a new season, um, letting summer go. How's everybody's summer been? Shifting and changing. <laughs> Shifting In what way? and changing. Uh, move and um, yeah, really, I kept in, we just had tea and I got the message that I'm moving into my spring. Oh, what does that mean to you? Uh, a blossoming, an opening, a lightness. Of bounty. Amazing. And so (laughs) we were out to dinner with a friend of ours the other day, and we also aligned Krista, where I was like, September, the end of September is everybody's like bounty. Mm -hmm. Remember when we did our reading and we were the farmer came in? Me and Megan (laughs) Megan had a reading. Was was that with you? Yeah. I forget. Yeah. And so I always forget our sessions, but like this farmer came in and he was showing us and I was like, do you, do you have a family of farmers? And it was her ancestry was like farming, Mm -hmm. but it was like a lot of bounty for everyone. A lot of (laughs) abundance and food and nutrition and land. And I was like, cool. When we starting? (laughs) And it really landed like the end of September, the exponential 
currency of shifting into a new timeline is going to be big Mm -hmm. and for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And so I find out in the world that I see externally, I am doing like, I was was driving downtown yesterday. Where was I going? No, to your birthday. Mm -hmm. And it was like my duty. It was like a calling that came to me was like, you need to do your work right now. And I was like, okay, what am I doing? And so it's grid work for me that comes through. And so it's like my body multiplies 144 times. It's always been 144. So it was interesting when Chris was also multiple. I was like, oh, 144 must be something like mm-hmm. a number of some relevance. <laughs> and it set up as a cross. So horizontal and vertical around our city. So usually it takes me to Toronto. Yes. Yeah, very interesting. Cause I'm like, really it takes me specific places but it was specific to calgary and it's set up in a cross and like a circle around and i was holding my hands again so it's almost like shira <laughs> like okay and i look the same in all versions so it's not like different versions of me i look the same and my hands shoot the frequency of clearing it's all it's poverty clearing poverty and clearing scarcity And it's like when my hands connect to the other side of the circle, it's clearing that line through anybody and anything that's from here to there. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's my like offering back all the time to the world that doesn't cost me anything. And people might not understand or understand, but whether it's luck Mm -hmm. or they, somebody gifts them something or there's an inheritance or there's just like a wave of like, we can buy groceries like it's little Mm -hmm. things it's not necessarily huge shifts but it's little shifts that give people hope and faith that something better is coming and something bigger is coming for them so that was kind of my yeah it's it's strange like Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can't explain it but that's definitely something that I'm called to offer Mm -hmm. the the universe the world but yeah so we just had tea with Kaylee. Kaylee offers tea, which is something else we will definitely discuss, I'm sure, if she's willing, yeah. about her experience and our, like our first experience with tea with Kaylee, I think would be yeah. a really cool um, topic to share with people and how tea, and I'll let Kaylee talk about it because I know nothing about tea. I just drink <laughs> it, but, but how tea can help you. Yeah, um, yeah it'll be really cool. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else we want to tie in? before we I just wanted to touch on like those little choices that you were saying at the end you know it's like those little choice points and maybe this is a conversation again for another day but like how we think that those insignificant choices might be insignificant but mind you they are quite significant Mm -hmm. and can shift the trajectory of things so I just wanted to like can we have an example before we go? Because my ADHD goes everywhere. And I'm like, what are insignificant choices? Well, like what, what you would deem insignificant. So it's like, if it's like, you know, you're leaning into health or, or something like that. And it's like, oh, listening to your no. And it's like a yes. And like kind of readjusting, reorienting yourself. Like those little minor shifts to mm. come more further into alignment. Cool. I don't have a specific example. No, no. I, like, I just, because I'm like... Yeah, I just like conscious choices. And conscious choices. Yeah. yeah, I almost see it like well, I see everything visually, but like <laughs> um, I wish we were on video right yeah. now. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Just so you know, she's perched on a meditation on a med- meditation uh, pillow, and her hands are on top of each other as she's shifting energy. Yeah, but <laughs> when you make a choice, um, like say say you're off of your alignment by by this much, and you you sorry, like by this much. Okay. And you make a little choice out of alignment, like you're still like see how the angle here, like it looks like it's pretty small. Yeah. But if you project yeah. these out, it's a very actually yeah, yeah, large yeah. impact on your reality. On the trajectory yeah. of what's gonna <laughs> yeah. happen. Yeah, exactly. So like these little choices that you make every single day, it's mm. like it's it seems small, but if it's conscious, it I mean not only can it bring you closer to alignment, but it can have a very wide impact on your reality. Yeah. And folks, when we talk about reality, I think it's because there's so many different realities happening for so many different places and different people on different planes. And again, if you can just visualize (laughs) what we're like, put your hands together or on top of each other. And it's like, we're creating, watch the matrix (laughs) or or interstellar. Do you, did you, Yeah. yeah, like interstellar is such a great movie. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. It's one of and my favorites. For the first time, like Simon and I watched it like a year ago, and I was like, "No, you mind blown." Like this. <laughs> like, yeah. So if it. you can watch Interstellar, because it is such an accurate portrayal of what I believe to be the different dimensions and time zones and time lapses and realities of what we are dealing with and what we are living in. Mm-hmm. And the magic of all of this is we're just three regular women, I think. Like, we really are. I don't know. I've got a gazillion children and a husband. <laughs> we run a construction company. We don't just sit around. And, like, Kaylee is a professional. Like, she does all kinds of crazy stuff <laughs> in, like, a professional capacity, like a corporate capacity as well. I believe you're still... Yeah, I work as an engineer and project manager in the energy industry. Yeah. And, Megan, what do you do daily? Like what yeah, you- daily <laughs> I work as a disability case manager. <laughs> I then offer sound on the in the non Monday to Friday times. Yeah, like we just are, we look like three regular girls walking down the street, and we carry on very human three D experiences that we've worked towards. Our education has worked towards like construction. I don't even know how I got into that. However. Um, yeah, we want to welcome you to the way that we view the world and the way that we live in the world, and we hope to share our day-to-day experiences, which is what we think is really mm-hmm. relevant to co-creating the future. Yeah, being in the world and not of the world. Being in the world <laughs> and, and the worlds uh, and not of the world. And I think one thing that we really have in common that we will share is... Um, the energy, the type of energy that we work with and that we will share with you is usually through, um, it's like a supernatural God energy in a very non-religious way because none of us are religious, but just the energy that we are working with and that has elevated our vision and our medicine and our gifts outside of the 3D human experience. So I think that's one of our biggest, not goals, is it a goal? Yeah, vision (laughs) to share to share. Yeah, we're not we're not famous people. We're not getting paid to do this. We are sitting on the floor 
drinking tea. <laughs> and this is the stuff that we talk about on a regular basis. So we just thought we would invite you into our inner and outer worlds um, to get you thinking, to open and expanding your vision and yourself and your intellect and your heart. And Kaylee will all talk a lot about the heart expansion. It's beautiful. But thank you for popping on. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See you next time. Times. What's time? Times. <laughs> <laughs>